Hello, hello. Welcome to another NS9 post-game show. I am Cody, coming to you live with another breakdown of a Pirates loss. I mean, what are we what are we doing here? The Pirates can't get it together. They lose again, 8-3. to three. Thought they had it coming together there. And I believe, what, it was the 6th or the 7th inning, they scored a couple more runs. But they just they couldn't couldn't find anything for some reason. Even with uh, who was the pitcher at the end of the game there, I believe it was Merriweather had no control, and they still were just swinging at everything out of the zone. I mean, what like what's going on here? I just don't get it. Yeah, Merriweather, he came in for the eighth. Yeah, he came in for the eighth, and he was thrown all over the place, but. Still got everybody to swing outside of the zone. Just really didn't make sense. But let's talk about this game from the beginning. I got to be honest, I did not catch it from the beginning. But Josh Palacios gets us on the board first uh, with a double. Palacios, a guy, I mean, you can't really complain about him, right? He's, He's a rookie. He's getting in there. He's doing things. Doing more than... You can say Jiwon Bay has been doing. Um, but he gets out there, he puts the bat on the ball, right? Um, Mark says, Rich Hill pitched okay. Roche started to find the zone. That's good to take from this loss. Yeah, but I mean, Ronzi still, what, he gave up a home run, didn't he? Right? I'm not making that up. Yeah, he gave up a home run. He struck out three, which was good. But he's got to figure something out, right? I mean, this team is just not great right now. And I think the thing is, is you can get away with having a bad pitching staff for a little bit as long as you have guys that are hitting and nobody on this team's hitting. Um Let's see. Going through the box score here, things got out of hand for the Pirates in the third, giving up three runs. Um, and I was listening to the game on the radio, so I, I'm, I'm more of a visual learner. <laughs> so it was kind of hard for me to follow, but it seemed like Rich Hill just kind of lost it there in the in the fifth inning or the sixth inning, and he was not happy to come off the mound from what uh, Greg Brown and Bob Walk were saying. The players were like, we're not going to talk to you. <laughs> like, we know you're pissed off. So, Rich Hill, another subpar outing for him. Um, but, yeah, like I was saying, I think coming into this season, you could look at this team and be like, okay, they're not going to have the pitching just yet. Even with the guys that have gone off to the IL, you could say that they don't have the right pitching yet. And they were going to rely on their bats, which – Sometimes that's what you got to do. That's fine. If you can only have one side of the coin here, that's fine. But this team, these last, what, nine nine games, is a nine-game losing streak now, have just not found it. These guys can't hit. And you bring up a guy like Henry Davis, who he ends up going, what, 1-0 for 3 today uh, with a strikeout. He got on base, I guess, from an error, it looks like. But just not not great. Uh, and Davis, I you can't really blame Davis in the fact that he's still a rookie. 
just came up. This is his third game in the majors. Give him, I give him a month before I make any opinion about him. So nobody thought Davis was going to fix the problem, but they definitely, definitely thought Davis would be someone that would help. He hasn't really helped too much yet, but give him time. He's a rookie. And on the other hand, a guy like Jiwon Bay, been up here for a while. He's batting 254. Goes 0 for 4 today from that leadoff spot that I know a lot of people. Thank you, Jim. Yes, I got the fresh fade today. <laughs> but Jiwon Bay, a guy that's been up here for a while, uh, just not performing the way that he should be at this point. Um, just not good. Just not good. Uh, I think at least us here at NS9, we knew Jiwon Bay was not going to be as good as people thought. He had some flashes there at the beginning of the season, which we, we gave him credit for, but he's not consistent. He's too raw. He's not, he needs to be coached. And I don't think he's getting the right coaching. Uh, Bucko Mike Davis going one for 10 hasn't helped. I agree, but guess what? He's a rookie. It's his third game of the damn season. It's his third game of the season. Let's relax. Let's give him some time. What this next? When's the next game? Tomorrow. If I could find it, if schedule. We play who? Just finish it. We go to Miami. So maybe he, maybe he lights it up on the road in Miami. You never know. Maybe he needs a little bit of change of scenery already. <laughs> maybe the the big lights of Pittsburgh were too much for him. He's got to go to Miami to get some hits. But anyway, like I was saying about Jiwon Bay, been here for too long not to be producing at least a little bit. And just because you're fast doesn't mean you're a good Major League Baseball player. So, moving on. Got to go back here to my stats. Those are not the stats I had last seven days. So, over the last seven days, or I mean, I guess I still got to talk about this game, right? I wanted to talk about the batting over the last seven days. But we'll, we'll continue here talking about this game. Nobody out of the pen really got it done. You know, I mean, you have... Contreras came out, gave up that home run. Perdomo came out, gave up two runs. And then De Los Santos had to come in and mop it up there in the eighth. Bednar comes out in the ninth just to get some work. He gets a strikeout, whatever. He let up a hit, whatever. I mean, like I already said, you got to hit. You got to hit with a team like this that doesn't have the pitching. You got to hit. Henry Davis parties in the city, city where the heat is on. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, what is this? AJ Bucks. He could have gone 10 for 10, and the Pirates still probably would have been swept. I agree. I, I fully agree. I mean, hey, at least they scored some runs today, right? That's that's what we can take from this. And I just got, just got a text from DiNardo says, the Reds have won again. So... From going twenty and eight to what we are now, can't say it was. Can't say I'm surprised. A lot of people are. A lot of people are surprised, and I don't know why. This team's young. This team's learning. 
They just brought in the veterans that they should have brought in last year. Um, but they're in a process. They are in a process of becoming a better team, and it won't they won't be what we want them to be, I say, until next year. We'll we'll probably the end of the season will end third or fourth into in the division again and that's just going to be the way it is until next year. Next year is when I am going to expect results. Results need to come. They need to come fast. So I do not much to talk about this game. So let's talk about what's been happening in the last seven days. Carlos Santana has been our best hitter. He's been our best hitter. He's had seven hits in 27 at-bats. He's had a double, which got him that his 350th of his career. He's had two home runs, six RBIs. He's had the most RBIs out of anybody these last seven seven games. Um, but we know that he is older. He can't play every day. You need a first baseman out there to give him some rest, right? He's, he needs some rest if you want these numbers to be consistent. And we've just been plagued with injury. This team's been plagued with injury. We got a report today that G-Man Choi is going to go on his um, rehab stint soon. Great to hear that. Need him back as soon as possible. I don't know how he's going to perform, but that's we need a, somebody there to help out Carlos Santana at first base. I think that's what the, the organization's plan was from the beginning getting Santana and getting Choi, they were going to split time no matter what. That's what was going to happen. And now we have other injuries like uh, what Kutch is dealing with an elbow. And, I mean, Kutch has been playing every day too. He shouldn't have been. Should have been DHing. Shouldn't be playing every day. But he had to because this team's plagued with injury. Um, and then we have B-Ray who's, what, dealing with a back thing. Pony thought it was an oblique. What an idiot. But anyway, <laughs> this is a team that, for some reason, they're not built for longevity, and that is a problem. Uh, that's a problem, and like I said, these these questions need to be answered. These problems need to have solutions by 2024. Um, so, Mark says, might as well bring up Priester and Endy. So here's what I got to say about that. I do want to bring up Endy now. I want Endy up as soon as possible. Priester, I think you can give Priester some time. You know, yeah, we need the pitching help, but what's the point of bringing up a guy who seems to be on and off and starts and his ceiling is a JT Brubaker at this point? You know, what's the point of it? What's the point of just not letting him continue to develop? But Endy, on the other hand, Endy, I think he's ready. He may not be performing as well as he did lat- towards the end of the season last year in AAA, in AA, in the minors in general. But Endy is a guy who is versatile. He can play everywhere. He can be your – if you want a player to compare him to, he could be like Sean Rodriguez and play everywhere for you. He can play the outfield. He can play middle infield. He can play first base. He will do whatever it takes to make an MLB roster and – I think it's it's about time to bring him up. We need the help. We need the platoon. Um, <laughs> Jim goes, Kent Emanuel masterclass today. OTP legend. 
Love that. Love that. But yeah, that's just, I, I think it's time for Andy. It's time for Andy to come up. Um, it's time to shake it up here at the MLB level. Um, but I feel like they don't make any major moves until they have to with an injury or until after um, the trade deadline. I don't think any more major moves happen until then. Uh, I think they're, I think the front office and Ben Charrington are kind of content because you have so many injuries. It's like, well, maybe they did think they were going to compete this year. Right. But then you have your best project, your best uh, prospect of the past couple of years. O'Neill Cruz go down with a broken ankle. Won't be back until probably September. If that Um, you have JT Brubaker go down, you have Mike Burroughs go down. We didn't know what we were going to get with Mike Burroughs, but he was a guy people were excited for. JT Brubaker, maybe he comes in with a little a little more skill than he did last year. But, you know, you lose these guys, and it's hard to expect to compete. But as fans, you should expect the best out of your team. And I don't think we've gotten it. I don't think we've gotten it. And the last nine games shows you that they just had – I don't know what is wrong with this team. They were great. It seemed like the whole getting, bringing the vets in for leadership thing was working. You know, Kutch said after that, after May, he was like, we're in a good spot and just doesn't seem like we've gotten back from that bad. Like we went from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows and we haven't gotten back from, you know, the low. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Jim making comments. First, he said Brew Baker going down was bad. Ronzi just being terrible. Austin Hedges has done wonders for Ronzi. And maybe that's true. I mean, Ronzi is just not the Ronzi of the past. You know, we thought he was a, a promising guy. We thought he was going to be another great pitcher, another guy that's serviceable, that could give you six good innings. And then he just turned out not to be like that toward like what five starts into the year. So yeah, no, I could tell that was sarcasm, Jim. I could tell. I could tell. I'm not gonna keep going on this. You know, I think I've said everything that needs to be said. I could just rant for another hour about this team. The last thing I will say is Austin Hedges needs to needs a long IL stint. I'll say that. Needs a long IL stint. I will, I'll get back to that, Mike. Triolo is playing well in Indy. I've been looking at his stats. But Austin Hedges, I understand why he's on the team. But guess what? When you have a guy who's supposed to be there for the defensive part of the game, he's supposed to be better for the team defensively, and he has four catcher's interferences on the season, and when some guys don't even go a whole season with a catcher's interference – I think you got a problem. I think you got a real problem with who's behind the plate and you got to shake it up. Delay is serviceable, but he's not a starter by any means. I think it's time to give the younger guys the shot. I know they don't want Davis to play behind the plate, but guess what? He's probably probably better defensively than Hedges is. And you bring Andy up, he could do the same thing, you know? You got a guy back there that's supposed to be the pitching whisperer and you got today where Rich Hill, granted, Rich Hill is a vet. He probably calls his own pitches. 
But you got a guy like Rich Hill who just does not perform the way that you would think a vet would perform. He's throw he throws these pitches, man. I don't know what he's thinking. I get it. He's a vet. You're not going to tell him to change anything, but I just don't like how Rich Hill pitches. I don't like it. And even with the younger guys, some of them get just get rocked. And Hedges is not helping anything. He's not helping a single thing with this team. He is a detriment on all fronts. There is no reason for him to be starting MLB at bats, having MLB at bats. When you have guys like Henry Davis and Andy Rodriguez waiting in the wings. So, all right, that's my rant. We're just under 20 minutes here. I'm going to get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We are, I think we're still doing an NS9 game day tomorrow. Uh, if Jim could uh, get in the comments and confirm or deny that, because I will not be on it. I will be at work. But that is the plan, I think, for tomorrow, NS9 game day. Watch the game with the guys. We'll ha- They'll have some guests on to talk. Bucko's base. Oh, Jim says they are not. Wow, you lose one guest and the whole thing blows up, Jim. That's not good. Anyway, <laughs> look forward to NS9 post game tomorrow then. <laughs> NS9 post game tomorrow, uh, as well as Jim doing his OOTP stream. Get some Kent Emanuel action, I suppose. It's your biggest guest back out, boo hoo, Jim. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Look forward to that stuff uh, and make sure you're following us on everything. Follow us on Twitter. I'm sure everybody follows us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram is blowing up right now. Got a lot of new content coming out, fresh content every day. Uh, follow us on TikTok. TikTok's booming for us. Got a lot of stuff going out on there every day. And I think that's everything. And make sure to follow all the guys. Make sure you follow Jim. At Northside Northside Notch, uh, follow Tyler at Wagner Kutch. Follow me at Coleman underscore ENT, and I guess follow Ryan at Rounder eight two nine. But he's you know he's got kids; he doesn't do much. Thank you, Jim. Fresh content on IG. I just like Cody's fresh face. <laughs> and Jim wants you to not follow him. So everybody unfollow Jim. It'll make him very happy. But anyway, that's it for today. I got my, got all my, got everything off my chest there, you know. I <laughs> got everything off my chest about this team. So anyway, now, without any further ado, here is Jim's stupid face. Have a good one. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, But if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.